what I'm saying is that more times than not, if you're honest with yourself, you'll look back at the problems and the trauma and the, let's be honest, horrible situations in your life. And you, if you're honest, you'll be able to see yourself losing composure during the middle of the trauma. And therefore you've lost access to the lessons after the trauma, never identify the patterns that caused the trauma in the first place. And so we have 40 year old people dealing with the same messes that they dealt with when they were 20 because everything follows patterns. Everything follows patterns. You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. Today, I got to tell you guys a story. Tea time with Taylor. I got to tell you guys a story. So hopefully you got to meet my daughter, Kate. She is almost 10 months old. And her name is Kate Wild. Welch and she loves the water and uh, Matt I just got to tell you this story because it was like my, I was so excited I don't know if you see my post about taking her to swimming lessons have you seen me talking about yes yeah so I got an email last week and my wife put my email in and uh, basically it was like hey your Kate has been registered for swimming lessons I almost started crying because I was like she was just born I can't believe that we're taking her and throwing her into a swimming pool already and uh everybody made fun of me but we took her saturday she loves the water my daughter loves the water bath time is her favorite time of day and uh we're like she's gonna love this and she did but let me tell you guys the hardest parts of my tenure being a dad so far this is the hardest part of all time. So we did this thing in the pool. She gets in the pool. She has a little swim cap. If enough people ask me for it, I'll post a picture of her in her swim cap so you can see <laughs> my little baby girl in the in the swimming pool. Um, all the moms would be like, yes, please post this. These are like, dude, get to the point. But we got in the middle of the pool and about halfway through, we did this count with them where we would count to three and we would like, you know, exaggerate, like hold your breath, <gasps> breathe in, and then you throw them underwater. Oh and God. I was actually sitting on the side and I wasn't in the pool and I saw my daughter go into the water and freaked out. It was actually pretty terrifying. Uh, but we do this with Kate and we're like, you know, Lindsay's like one, two, three, breathe in, hold her breath, dunk her underwater, pull her back up. And she just looks like she just got stabbed in the face, confused, <laughs> like not spasming, but you know, like totally confused why she can't breathe she came she comes up like a crazy person she starts crying and screaming and i'm like that's my daughter all the other kids are perfect not kate wild she's going for it so anyways we did this like two or three times and i started actually thinking about this while we were there we gave her a little bit of a moment to breathe so that it wasn't waterboarding full-on torture uh but we did it a few times the second time same thing she went down she came back up and i started thinking like this is this is hard for me to watch. But the other side of me was thinking, man, this is so good for her because the temporary downside of her being dunked underwater is that there's a little bit of trauma. But the long term upside is that, you know, she won't drown. It's a pretty good upside to have in exchange for a temporary downside. Maybe even the temporary downside could save her life or help her save someone else's life down the line. And I started thinking, you know what? Here's the thing. The problems you don't deal with and face now are areas that will turn into disabilities for you later. Imagine the person who's 50 years old and they are drowning. 
can't never learned how to swim. It's kind of a somber moment because I'm sure there are people that are old that never learned how to swim. But there's a reason. There's a person here in Nashville actually who lost a child because of the child fell into a pool and drowned. And she has created a school for children to go and learn how to swim. And she's trained thousands and thousands of children out of a place of pain personally that she's been able to help bring education to people later. If you really think about it, we're talking about like three seconds underwater. It's funny to me, I was just having this moment while my wife was trying to drown our child on the side of the pool, like thinking to myself, uh, it's crazy. Isn't it funny how problems and traumatic experience, this is like three seconds, Kate's going underwater, two seconds, maybe a second and a half. But isn't it funny that Kate felt like it was this forever moment? The reason that she wasn't able to figure it out is because she wasn't able to learn timing. She's a 10-month-old baby, her little brain, she can't figure it out. And I want to talk to you today about how to deal with trauma in your life and in your business. Because in much the same way as Kate going underwater for two seconds, not realizing that it's a temporary trauma, a temporary setback, we sometimes go through life's traumatic experiences and we seem to think that they're going to go on forever. We lose perspective. We lose objectivity because what we look at back in hindsight, it's like, well, that was not a long season and we're in the middle of it. We feel like it's going to last forever. And so I want to break down to you a couple points from this story. And the title is you're not going to drown. It's not going to happen. Here's the thing you got to think about when it comes to life's setbacks. Everything in your life is temporary. Let's just break it down for a minute. Name something in your life, and I'm not talking about your moral commitments or philosophy or things like that. Name something in your life that is permanent. At a certain point, everything is going to end. Everything in your life is temporary. Looking back, you know, the seasons that you go through that are difficult. Learning's not forever. Come on, guys. Why do you guys think you're going to live forever? Something's wrong with the, what, what school you went to. If we figured out a way to live forever and no one's told me, I'm going to be really unhappy. Here's the thing. I want to propose to you today that everything in your life, everything that you have now is temporary. Everything you're going through now is temporary. And sometimes we can get into these philosophical debates like, well, my spirit will last forever or you know, legacy will last forever. But at the end of the day, what you need to understand is that Humans have evolved with a certain outlook on life. Humans have evolved through years and years and years and years and years. And we have developed heuristics and we have developed ways of thinking about the world around us. And one of the most fascinating topics in psychology is this idea of permanence. And I've talked about this before, about how it's an evolutionary trick of the brain to create this idea of permanence in our problems, in our setbacks, and in our personal failures. But when you look back on the seasons that seem to go on and on and on and on and on and on forever, were they temporary? How long did they last? Sometimes we'll go into our sales meetings and I'll ask a question and literally people will find the one philosophic area that defies the answer to the question. They're so philosophic and they're so in the clouds that they can't remember how to put their pants on. Like, let's get out of this. Like, there's a weird philosophical headspace that people get into where they just ponder the meaning of life, but they don't actually do anything. And so when it comes to today and when it comes to what you're actually doing, what you're pushing forward, I think it's really important to have an empowering worldview. Somebody say it with me, empowering 
worldview. There are things that could be true to the letter of it, but are not empowering in the spirit of it, and therefore they are worth discarding. Back to the point, everything in your life is temporary. If you look back at the seasons and the difficulties and the problems, 99% of the time, we inflate and insert permanence into something that really, if you look at the grand scheme of things, it is a three-second dunk underwater. We can't recognize it as something temporary. And so the problem is, and I'm going to come into the end, is, is we lose our composure and we begin to thrash around. We begin to lose our, our control over ourselves from a situation that in reality is not long and it's not that bad. If we really think about it, you've come into this group and you've come into this place because you've decided that you want more. You've decided that your family deserves more. You've decided not only do you want more, but you have the ability with the right perspective, with the right knowledge, with the right environment, you have the ability to reach out and take it. And so there's this pattern of beliefs that are stacking up. And you come into a place like this. And if you're like me in all of my past experiences, if you're like Matt, if you're like all of the clients that come in and, and go through this with you, more than likely, what you have found is that you make a decision to level up and you begin to experience trauma, setback, pushback, resistance, turbulence, problems. Sometimes it'll go even as far as betrayals to, from the people that you love, all because you made a decision to level up into a new place. And it's, it's not always the time during the trauma that kills you. Oftentimes, it's the time after the trauma, because here's another example. Kate comes up. She has no composure. She's confused, crying, kicking, screaming. She's in the safe safety of mom. The safety's over, or the safety's there. The trauma's over, right? Everything's good. She's not drowning. But because she has lost her composure during the trauma, she has lost access to the lessons after the trauma. How you deal with the problems you experience here is important. And most of the times when I see people complaining and when I see people whining, it's just not that bad. And listen, hear my heart for a minute. I'm not saying that you can't be vulnerable because that's actually the true definition of power is the ability to be vulnerable with your people and to let those people encourage and uplift and share their own vulnerable moments. I'm not saying that we... We, we throw away vulnerability. We're not throwing out the baby with the bathwater here. What I'm saying is that more times than not, if you're honest with yourself, you'll look back at the problems and the trauma and the, let's be honest, horrible situations in your life. And you, if you're, if you're honest, you'll be able to see yourself losing composure during the middle of the trauma. And therefore, you've lost access to the lessons after the trauma. And therefore, you never identify the patterns that caused the trauma in the first place. And so we have 40-year-old people dealing with the same messes that they dealt with when they were 20. Because everything follows patterns. Everything follows patterns. Are there things in my life that happened to me that I did not cause? Well, yeah, I'm sure we could split hairs and we could pull out the microscope and we could find that. But far more often, the case is, my doing allows the same problems to repeat themselves in different areas of my life, in different seasons of my life. 
There's always somebody who's like, well, what about people who were born in a tent in Africa? They're not listening to this. And so that's not who I'm talking to. But I'll give you the point that, yes, there are bad things that happen to good people. But far more often, you realize we live in the safest, most abundant, most prosperous, most intelligent, most energetic generation in the history of the world. Today, I can assure you that more often than not, it is our own lack of processing power that allows the same traumatic events to happen over and over and over and over again. And if you learn the things that I'm teaching you, if you actually can stay composed in the middle of trauma and you get through the end of it and you begin to harvest lessons, probably one of the first lessons you'll come up with was in the people around me. They actually, did they empower me? Yeah, they empowered me. They empowered me to be less than what I should have been. They empowered me to be weak. They empowered me to be less than. And I noticed probably around 2011, 2012, I started developing the ability to stay calm in the midst of problems. And what was fascinating is I began to lose relationships that I had had for a really long time because I was able to stay calm and because I wanted to be positive, because I wanted to look at the best. And it only takes one comment. It only takes one moment where you're like, this is what I want in life. And somebody looks at you a little bit odd, like, why would you say that? And then you know, you feel it. You feel it chemically. You feel it in your body. A lot of people have a difficult time letting go of relationships or transitioning further away from relationships that are not empowering who they're supposed to be. So take you back just to the kind of the roots. First and foremost, it really helps a lot for you to understand that whatever pain you're going through, whatever problems you're experiencing, whatever difficulty or setback that is creeping up in your life, you gotta remember that it's temporary. You're going to look back at the end of your life. When your kids are old and you are passing the baton, we have to remind ourselves that the problems in our lives are temporary. And the second piece is most of the time, we have to understand that most of the time, the problems are caused or allowed by our own patterns. And you lose the ability to identify that when you have lost your composure, when you have lost your ability to think, when you have that victim mentality and that victim mentality gets in you and you allow it to stay, you lose your ability to self-assess and to self-identify because most of the things in your life that you do not like, sorry, but you probably caused them or you're definitely allowing them. And that's not an easy pill to swallow, but it is the truth. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.